Hey, we found a fossil. You've tuned into the Stomp Chomp Raw podcast, brought to you by Dinosaur Ranger Anthony. Stand by as we enter the dinosaur lab to learn everything about dinosaurs, prehistoric life, and the science of paleontology. Dinosaur Ranger Anthony is the lead park ranger of Stomp Chomp Raw of Omaha, Nebraska. They provide dinosaur-themed entertainment and education for children's birthday parties, elementary school classrooms, child cares, and public events. Now, here's Dinosaur Ranger Anthony. Welcome, everyone, to the Stomp Chomp Roar podcast. I'm your host, Dinosaur Ranger Anthony, and I'm sitting alongside Junior Dinosaur Ranger Cecilia. Hi, guys. Now, we're excited to talk to you guys about dinosaurs, but one specific dinosaur, and that's the Brachiosaurus. But before we get into our Brachiosaurus podcast, I want to remind everybody, please like and share our Facebook page, Twitter, or Instagram. We're doing a lot of uh, free Facebook Live lessons, and I hope that you can join our social uh, media community. You can also look us up on YouTube. We started our Stomp Chomp Roar show, and we posted episode one last week, and it's all about geological time and prehistoric life. Now let's jump right into it. Let's talk about the massive Brachiosaurus. Now what do you think the name Brachiosaurus means? I believe it means arm lizard. And that's right. And why is it named the arm lizard? And that's because... Maybe it walked uh, on four legs on its arms? It walked on its arms? No, it is because its front legs are longer than its hind legs. It kind of has that giraffe stance. When we look at a lot of the other dinosaurs, their hind legs, their back legs, are longer. But on the Brachiosaurus, its front legs are longer. And those are kind of like its arms if it was to stand up. So that is why it's named the arm lizard. Now, its size, how big, what's a, a guess? How big do you think they got? Maybe 80 to 85 feet tall? Yeah, they were. They got up to about 82 feet long, and they got to be about 49 or 15 meters t- uh, in height. And they were just massive creatures. They were 20 times as large as an elephant, One uh, and the, the one of the heaviest was 20 to 50 tons. And that was just a massive size for a dinosaur. They got to just be so big. Now, they were the, the Brachiosaurus was the biggest for many years until we started discovering new long necks, a.k.a. sauropods. Now, long necks, sauropods, those are uh, quadrupedal, which means they walk on four legs, and they're herbivores, which means they eat plants. Now, when we talk about the dinosaur order, like I've mentioned a lot in the past, they are ceriskians, so that means they're lizard-hipped. They're sauropods, they're quadrupedal herbivores. Then there's the Brachiosaurids. That is the Brachiosaurus family that the uh, that they fit into. We see other uh, sauropods that live in this family. We see the uh, the Astrodon and the Ultrasaurus. So those are a couple of the other sauropods that fit into the Brachiosaurids family. Now other sauropods can include uh, the Argentinosaurus, the Diplodocus the Apatosaurus, and maybe even the Brontosaurus, or the Seismosaurus. There are just so many of these gigantic creatures that had those long necks, whether they be tall or long, and they walked on four legs. They had the very long necks, like I said. Some stood up 
and some were parallel. We see some like the Diplodocus, its neck kind of went out parallel with the ground, and we see some like the Brachiosaurus where their, ne their necks went straight up. Now, they had tiny heads, you guys. They had long tails, and they had bulging bodies, and they think that they could have ate about 100 pounds of food a day. Can you imagine eating 100 pounds of salad every day? That would be a lot. That would be a lot. You need a lot of ranch for that salad, guys. Now, they weren't very smart when they compare their body size to their brain ratio, how big their brain was inside of their head. They had those small heads. They didn't have very uh, large muscles in their heads, so they wouldn't have had uh, very good chewing muscles, and that's because they need to, in order to eat all that uh, 100 pounds of food, they literally swallowed the food whole. Can you imagine just taking a bite of a salad and swallowing? You couldn't even probably do that, could you? Nope. You would, you know, it's just, uh, you know, your body wants to start chewing. You know, I couldn't even imagine swallowing something whole. So the, the sauropods would swallow, they would, their teeth literally would rake the leaves off the branches and swallow them whole. Now the sauropods lived 201 to 145 million years ago, and fossils have been found on every continent on Earth. That's just amazing. That just shows how much they migrated around the globe in order to eat more vegetation. Now, before there was the sauropods, we had the prosauropods, and those were during the Triassic period, and those are the ancestors of the sauropods. So they were a lot smaller, like the Musasaurus and the Plateosaurus. These were much smaller, uh, you know, animals. They were only about 30 feet long, and they think they could have maybe even stood on their hind legs like we see the Brachiosaurus do in the Jurassic Park movie. Now, I mentioned those were a couple other of the uh, sauropods. You know, we had the Apatosaurus, the Brontosaurus controversy. Uh, that's a little bit about, uh, you know, they were both dug up around the same time, but the Apatosaurus was first. You know, they named both fossils, and then they determined that they were the same fossil. So the Brontosaurus was wiped off the history books. Uh, but I guess back in 2015, they actually might think that it indeed was a separate species. So we may see the return of the mighty Brontosaurus, the Thunder Lizard. But let's go a little bit more into the Brachiosaurus. This podcast is about the Brachiosaurus, the Arm Lizard. And there's a sauropod, like I mentioned, and in this the Brachiosaurus could have ate up to 400 to 40 pounds of vegetation every day. Its diet included conifer trees and cycade plants, and it could reach a food 42 feet off the ground. Now, it walked on four legs, like I mentioned, and they think it could have maybe ran about 5 to 10 miles per hour. Now, our company loco of Stomp Chomp Roar, it's actually a Brachiosaurus footprint, and the size of the footprint could have been up to three feet wide, twice the size of the tyrant lizard king, the T-Rex. Now, their footprint also had uh, clawed toes and a fleshy pad. The front feet on the first toe, kind of like the thumb, they would have a, a, a claw, and then on their back feet, digits one, two, and three had the claw on the toe. Now, let's go a little bit about their skulls. They had those tiny heads, huh? Definitely. <laughs> Do you think, you know, if they had that huge head on their uh, necks, do you think they would have been able to hold their necks up? No, I think they would not be able to eat as much because it would be tiring to hold their ne heads up. That, that's right. They had the tiny heads, long necks, and in order to have good, they had to have great blood circulation in order to 
pump their their hearts had to be massive so that they could pump the blood through their bodies those strong blood vessels would have pumped oxygenated blood to their brains so that they could you know be able to maintain and be able to walk and think and do everything that we do so let's talk a little bit about their teeth we have a brachiosaurus tooth right here now they had about 52 spoon like teeth and they had 26 on top, 26 on bottom. They were more towards the front of the jaws. And these spoon-like teeth removed the leaves from the trees. And they swallowed them whole. That's right, no chewing. Now, they also think that they swallowed stones for digestion, just like birds do. And these are called gastroliths. Isn't that weird to think about? Do you want to... Uh, swallow some rocks so that when you eat later those rocks can kind of jumble up the food in your stomach <laughs> no <laughs> yeah you know just think about chewing the rocks you know i know they swallowed them whole and so do birds but they would have just destroyed your teeth you'd have no teeth left now the brachiosaurus has the nostrils on top of their heads uh and you know i think this helped a little bit so they could be constantly eating you know since their nose is up there when they're trying to eat at the branches you know they're not getting their nose in the way of the vegetation uh and it's allowing their mouths to keep working and then their nose just keeps breathing above their heads now, their tails, their short, thick tails, and they didn't rest on the ground like we see some in pop culture. Dinosaurs' tails didn't lay on the ground. They didn't rub their bellies on the ground. Their legs aren't to the sides. They're not like reptiles. They're not like lizards and turtles. Now, they, were, they could have been good for whipping uh, predators away and helped counterbalance those long necks. Now, when do you think the Brachiosaurus lived? What time period? The late... Jurassic period? That's right. The sauropods and the brachiosaurus lived during the late Jurassic period, some 155 to 150 million years ago, and they lived in North America, where we're sitting right now doing this podcast for you guys. Now, at one point, scientists believe their feet and limbs were not broad enough to be able to support their bodies on land. So haven't you seen pictures of the brachiosaurus living in the water? No. You haven't? Well, they're just... Crazy to look at. What it is, Cecilia, is their legs and their bodies are underwater and their necks are sticking out with their heads trying to eat away at the veg vegetation. Now, this theory was that the weight of the sauropod, of the brachiosaurus, it was so heavy that they wouldn't have been able to support themselves on the ground. So they thought that they had to live in the water so that they, you know... To be able to support themselves, the water would have went around the bodies, but now that we see more theories about this, the water pressure would have literally made it so hard to breathe, it would have been pushing against their bodies, and it would have made it impossible to live. So we're back on land, the brachiosauruses, all the sauropods are back to living on land like we know they should be. Now, studies suggest their flexible backs would have been able to support their body weight, and they did live on land. We do see footprints around uh, water, but we think, you know, this is when they're going for drinking water. Now, fossils have been found in areas 150 million years ago that had little water. So this is another sign of evidence that the Brachiosaurus didn't live in the water because it was in areas that had no water. Now, a 2003 study also suggests that if they had they would have been able if they were in the water they would have floated and they probably would have flipped over to their side because of those uh, lightweight hollow bones. Now some possible predators. Do you think anybody would have been able to take down a full-size healthy adult Brachiosaurus? No, not at all. That's right. If you were healthy in an adult size, 
your size would have been your best defense system. No dinosaur, even the T-Rex, Spinosaurus, Giganotosaurus would have came at you if you were a healthy adult. You were just too massive to take down. But if you were maybe, uh, you know, unhealthy, sick, a young uh, sauropod, it would have been a little bit more tempting for a theropod to maybe go for you. Now, some uh, of the... What uh, are some of the theropods that were around of the Brachiosaurus? What have maybe been some of his predators? And we see the Allosaurus, the Ceratosaurus, and the Torvosaurus. Those are some of the theropods that were around uh, when the Brachiosaurus lived, and but they were even less. They were less than half the size of the Brachiosaurus, so they wouldn't even been able to think about taking down one of these massive sauropod dinosaurs. Now, we believe that the Brachiosaurus lived in herds and it migrated when food was low. It's kind of like we see birds today migrate from Canada down to Mexico. You know, they're going and they're eating the vegetation along the way, the seeds and whatnot. Uh, they're migrating, going for more food. Uh, so it would have been similar for the sauropods, the Brachiosauruses. Uh, and they also think that they could have lived to be 100 years old. And that's just crazy to think about such a large creature uh, living that long. Now, the eggs have been found in linear patterns uh, and not in nests, but we also see some evidence of eggs were laid uh, in nests. So it's, uh, I've seen both uh, theories that they could have possibly laid eggs while they were walking, migrating in a linear pattern. But we also see some nests down in Argentina uh, of sauropod nests. Uh, so, you know, I believe that they probably were some sort of nesting uh, dinosaur. Uh, you know, if you laid your eggs and you just kept walking away, it would have really done damage to the species. You know, theropod dinosaurs uh, would have taken out the eggs as lunch, uh, and it would have been hard for any uh, sauropod dinosaur to survive. Now the egg size is just about a grapefruit, maybe about seven inches in diameter. Uh, the babies were about to the size of a, a, a goose, maybe a foot long when they hatched, and their eggshell was about three sixteenths inch uh, with well-developed pore systems. Uh, just like in our faces, on our bodies, uh, the eggshell would have a pore system with little teeny tiny holes uh, to allow for oxygenation uh, to go into the eggshells uh, and whatnot so they could uh, be able to breathe. Now, if they were gigantic, if they were four foot like uh, size eggs, you know, the size of the egg, the egg show would have to be really thick in order to support that size of the egg. It would have been impossible for the dinosaur to crack out of it. Uh, so the eggs had to stay somewhat relatively small. Now, as far as the fossils of the Brachiosaurus, the holotype, which means the first fossil, was found in the, uh, in the year 1900. It was found in the United States. Uh, and we also see some Brachiosaurus fossils found in Africa, but recently we have, uh, they reclassified the African uh, Brachiosauruses as a giraffe titan. So we've got two species off of that. Uh, so we got the Brachiosaurus in, in the United States, more North America, and the Giraffe Titan, a slight difference uh, in the, uh, the African species. So that's a little bit about our Brachiosaurus. It's just a massive animal. Those huge necks. What is one of your best uh, favorites about the Brachiosaurus? What do you love most about it? I just love how long his neck is. They're just, it's just crazy how big they were. Uh, you know, if I was to stand up next to him, you know, I'd barely go up his shin bone. Uh, that's just how crazily sized they were. I believe four or five sky, uh, stories high on a skyscraper. They were massive creatures, and they're one of my favorites overall. Isn't Brachiosaurus one of your favorites, too? Yes, they are my favorite. They're, they're just 
great creatures, you guys. So thank you guys for tuning in to learn a little bit more about the Brachiosaurus. I hope everybody is having a great weekend. Uh, we have Easter next weekend for anybody that celebrates that holiday. I hope that you guys all have a great week. Uh, make sure to check us out on YouTube. You can check out our Stomp Chomp Roar show and learn about geological time and what prehistoric life is. You can also go to our website, stompchomproar.com. I have six classroom virtual lessons and nine private in-home virtual lessons uh, that we do through Zoom. So, you know, I'm able to speak to your children. Uh, we can interact one-on-one. -on -one. They can show me their dinosaur toys, ask me any dinosaur questions. And I also do a 15, 20-minute presentation for them as well on the dinosaur that they like to do the lesson about. So I thank you guys again for listening to my podcast and have a great rest of your week. And let's dive right into spring. It's really starting to warm out there. See you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.